Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Dubuque Family Eye Care knows your vision is important because with great vision comes great confidence. Dubuque Family Eye Care is a modern, innovative clinic with doctors and staff who listen to their patients, are experienced in eye disease, and offer comprehensive services from eye exams, glasses and contacts, to state-of-the-art treatment for dry eyes. Dubuque Family Eye Care has you covered. Schedule an appointment today. Bradford Show. That's my open. That's what they used to call me. Swivel hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. We're at Lord Hobo Brewing Company celebrating the life of Pete Frady's with Andrew Frady's, John Frady's, the Frady's family. And there's no better person to be having here doing the Bradford Show than one Lou Maloney. <laughs> Hello, Bradfo. First of all, it's great to see you're smiling. Good to see face. you. I mean, I feel like I let you out of jail every time I let you do this podcast. Oh, talk baseball, you yeah, mean? <laughs> oh my god! No, we're not talking. Oh I thought god. we were here to talk about Brady in did the future. Did you mention Kevin Plowacki's name once? I did. Today. You did. I did. And in the effort of like trying to trying to make me feel better, given what's going on in the state of the Patriots, I wake up to find out that they've signed Kevin Plowacki. They signed so, Ke- Kevin Plowacki. Yeah, so that made me feel better. It was a two for two. It's <laughs> Sam Travis designated for Simon. But I love it because, like, you are you great. You come out. You you know your shit and everything else, and and you go on your rants. And Glenn is sitting there. Yeah, Lou. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Lou. Exactly. <laughs> and then Forty doesn't say anything. And then and then you can tell Glenn like. There's a pause. Let's go to the calls. No, no, there's a pause. And after the break, let's really get into the Brady stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But listen, this is what this is for. This is what, because there's a reason why you're talking about Tom Brady and the Patriots. That's what everyone's talking about for good reason. But there is a safe place. There is a safe spot for you. Yeah, the buzz for uh, Peraza and and Perez and Ploiecki just aren't uh, the the three Ps. The three Ps. (laughs) The three Ps. Not really cutting it right now. They're working on the fringes of the roster. They are. They're working on depth. All right, so as we sit here, yes, and I was talking to someone in the Red Sox, so I was explaining to him how difficult this was to cover this team this offseason because normally with Dombrowski, it's we need a starting pitcher, we need a relief pitcher, here are the guys available, we're going to trade for one, we're going to get a free agent the other, okay, yep. we can surface like five or six names, boom, boom, boom. Now we're sitting here, we're talking about Mookie Betts, David Price, and Kevin Ploink. Well, yeah, it was funny you mentioned because like, when Dombrowski came in, right, we almost, to a point, I was like, wow, this guy's going to tell me everything he wants to do. You know, like, he's not he going like, to, yeah, he's not going to, like, lie. He's going to actually say, okay, I need an ace. He's going to sign Price. I need a closer. He's going to trade for Kimbrell. 
I need this, I need that, and he went out and got it all. So it was like we had a good, and it was exciting for the fan base because you knew they were going to get good players. This is a completely different approach to yeah. what we were joking about. It. They're, Bloom's coming in right now. I think the reason why you move on from Dombrowski is because he believes in stars and scrubs. Right? Stars win, and then yes. the rest of the roster scrubs. Yeah. That's not what Bloom's going to do. He's going to. So right now, he's he's getting the fringes and and depth. It's a slow moving off season, but it's also, a different approach. Do you, you ever think? This is. Look, I, I'm not a guy who's going to rail on Dombrowski because listen, it's a results business. Yep. You win, you win. But you do you ever think that they would ever have put in a Rule Five guy on the, that the Rule Five guy middle infielder on a 40 man roster while letting Sam Travis? You know, you designate hit for assignment, and you keep this other guy no. on. No, we never. That was just a small example of this. But no, no, he doesn't. And that's a, that's. I think that's the reason why Dabrowski's not here because he really does believe that, well, that if I have five that, or six stars, that and the Chris Sale and Nathan Avaldi. Yeah, I mean, last yeah. year was, I think, you know, a little bit of a nail in the coffin, an eye opening, I think, for them. That's why he's not here. It's just we have zero depth. We have stars, and if your stars aren't healthy, then we're really screwed. I mean, they had zero pitching. They had zero depth on this roster. And I think that was a huge effect. And now and now that's all they're getting is depth. Well, we'll which, see. Well, I mean, but yeah, I mean, we don't even know if these – listen. You I can, mean, if Peraza's in upgrade over Holt? Well, that's the problem is that we can spin this a million different ways. We can say, oh, well, I know that Peraza sucked, but this is why he's going to be good. I know that Perez sucked. Is he better than El Porcello? We don't know. Mar- Martin Perez? That's what I'm saying. No, I don't think. No. Right. So, I mean, we can talk about depth, but we don't even know if these guys. Is Pilecki better than here's, Leon? Here's I have no what clue. makes me uncomfortable about the way that this is going is that I've going back to the five aces thing, that was a lesson of you cannot deal too much on projections, right? Right. And the world of baseball, and we're seeing this with the Red Sox now, is more based based more on projections than at any other more much more than even back then. Everything is based on projections. It's not what you did, it's what we think you are gonna do. And you know, I mean you mm-hmm. you see you played with guys like who we thought Jeremy Giambi, we think he's going to do this even right. though he hasn't done it, right? Yeah. That's well, a dangerous thing. It is, and but I'm waiting for more because right now, like we've just mentioned, those three guys, all they've done is replace three guys they've lost. Yeah. And you could question whether the three guys they brought in to replace these three guys are any better. You know, whether Perez, this isn't Peraz, gonna, this isn't going to be mean, the offseason. I mean, this is this comes back to what I was saying about talking about covering this offseason, which is it's not easy, but also. I truly believe, like, when we get to the Super Bowl, they will have made some huge, huge moves. Yeah. And But to identify those moves, even though we know that probably they're going to involve David Price, maybe they're going to involve Mookie Betts, but we can't say, oh, no, they're going to trade for this guy or that guy. And I know that people are coming out with rumors and the Dodgers guys and everything else. I don't think that's even, like, it's not even that straight a line. I think there's a million different things where we have no idea about. See, right I, I know, like, you know, I think pure baseball fans will will like Bloom because I think there'll be a um, like a Billy Bean thing, right? I say Bill Belichick with draft picks. We, we still like, we like the we like the idea of creativity. Well, it's like yeah, we still don't know what Bill actually got for Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Because he took that pick and he traded it away and he signed it. So we, it's like, and 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 uh, Billy Bean out in Oakland. He'll make a trade, get three prospects, and then send two of them away with two other guys to get two other guys, and then send two of those guys away. So it's like you have no clue. 
what he actually got for a guy. Yes. So I think we're going to start seeing that with Bloom. He's going to make a lot of moves, a lot of trades, and we're going to sit there and say, why did he get this guy? The Red Sox have Xander Bogarts. Why did he get this guy? They, but it, then that guy will then move for needs. So it's going to be constant it's creativity and movement. Media no, it's not good for a fan base to get excited. No. The final product, hopefully, eventually, maybe next year, the year after, will be what they're looking for. All right, so let's come back to the two names that we mentioned before. Um, you know, are you on board with me? I think that everything, a lot of this is hung up in the price deal. Like, yes. like this is, they have, we know that they had interest in Travis Shaw. We know they had interest in Rich Hill. We know they had interest in a lot of guys. But the message is, well, we have to clear the money. We have to clear the money. Do you, Lou Maloney, think that they are going to deal David Price or can deal David Price? I think it's a lot more difficult to deal him. There was a moment where I thought you could move on from this guy, but I think the fact that he finished the year in the DL really hurts. So, so, so the narrative, one of the narratives out there is, well, look, all those teams that didn't get starting pitching, that didn't get the Madison Bumgarners or whoever of the world, right. they're finally going to wake up, the Angels or whoever, the Dodgers, and say, hey, you know what, we're desperate. we got to get a potential top-of-the-rotation guy, so David Price is going to be our guy. See, if I'm a GM... And we look at it and say, okay, the going rate for guys, right? You see Bumgarner, he's getting, say, that $18 million range. Okay, you can sit there and say, okay, well, I would like to get David Price for $18 million, right? Can the Red Sox eat 14 But if I'm a GM, I'm going to say, what am I getting for $18 million? Am you, I going to get a guy you, you, that three years ago no threw 200-plus innings, or am I going to get a guy that's been on the DL the last couple of years and has got something going on in his wrist? And, I'm, by the way, I'm not so sure about this this elbow of his well, or going, anything going else. Back, I mean, that's, that's what I've always said, Lou, is that you get the MRI. We know the MRI. He said it himself. If I was younger, I would have got Tommy John. And we understand that most of these guys have some sort of tear. That's how it works, yeah. right? But to your point... All right, on the surface, three years, sixty million. Sure, on this in this market, great for a pitcher who can he be healthy. a top rotation. But when you get that MRI, yeah, like how can if you're a team, how can you commit to that? Like I, I can't get past that. I oh, know. Look, look at what Price has given you the last two years. The injuries, the DL, the can't finish the year on the roster is hurt. And when like, his pitch has been good, I like that's. The if thing. you can convince someone to take him. Then you do it. Well, I mean, and this is, and make no mistake about it. This isn't about getting anyone back. No. I mean, it's not about any. Now, here's the interesting thing. So this is where we morph into the Mookie conversation. And, you know, the, another report, John Paul Morosi of MLB.com said the Red, uh, Red Sox are continuing to talk trade about potentially a package involving Mookie bets and David Price. Okay. I mean, there's a history for doing that type of trade. It was in right. 2012. Right. That's great. But it doesn't, for me, the Mookie Betts conversation begins and ends with, if you get the deal that you know is going to set you up, then do the deal. That's it. And I'm not convinced Separately. Either way. Like, either way. Like, See, to me, is do you... I actually think there's a chance that maybe Mookie Betts is kind of holding up what they want to do. Because I don't, I think if they have to eat fifteen million dollars, whatever it is, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen of David Price, that doesn't get them where they want to be. With Jackie Bradley, it does. Barely. Yeah, I mean, they're but, still at the number. They're going to be barely, no matter what. But I'm just saying, like, there's that big ticket guy, and that's that's Mookie. See, I just. You I, think he signs here? You know, we've talked about this, and I don't think there's a chance. 
See, I think there's more of a chance. I think what's what's happening, and I might be totally wrong, but I'm going to stick by it anyway, is that I think they ride it out with Mookie. If he turns in like an insane year, then they pay him the money, or at least they try to pay him the money. And we know what the money is. It's closer to Trout than anything. But they pay him the money. If he doesn't, then they let him walk. But, but when you have, and I think this is where we disagree, when you have a, a $208 million payroll, which is what they're trying to get to, you're, the perception is you're going to be good. You have to be good. Not I, if you have the leftover crap on right, this payroll but, that but, you have. But, you, but they aren't going into that saying, we're not going to be good, and so that's the reason why we're going to trade Mookie Betts. I think that they feel that there is significantly more value to having Mookie Betts around for another year, be part of this team, why you try to figure out if you can get a deal done, than what they're getting back in a trade right now. And, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some team comes out of nowhere. Maybe it's the Dodgers that gets real desperate. But these people who are saying, oh, well, this trade Mookie Betts to get uh, whatever – that's not of value to the Red Sox. No, I, I, I've from I always believe that if they can get the deal they want for Mookie, they would move on from him. They're not going to give him away. Do you think they're going to get the deal for him? Though? I do. You do. All right. I do because I do think that and a team Without like the Dodgers, maybe you take David Price out of the mix and you get more in return. You know, I look. I've always looked at the Dodgers when they tried to give Harper forty-five million a year for four years. Yeah. When they've trying to get Rendon, when they're trying to get Cole. They're trying to get these guys. They're keeping an eye on the Arenado contract. He signs an extension. They're trying to give that money away. Financially, they have it's an amazing payroll in the next four or five years. They have they have no obligations whatsoever, at all. So they're trying to get that type of player. They're trying to give that kind of guy that kind of money, and then. Losing out in the playoffs, they lost two World Series. They lost out last year against the Nationals. They're desperate, in my mind, or they're they're looking for that guy to get him over the hump. One year, I mean, but I think they'll pay him. I think they'll know what he wants, and I think they know there'll be an agreement that'd be willing to give it to him. Maybe, I mean, but that's the biggest question, right? Is that. This isn't – everyone wants to bring up Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt was going to re-sign. They knew Goldschmidt was yep. signing. And his money wasn't that much as last yeah, year. Yeah, so if, if Mookie – but even if they come – here's the difference, and this is there's a lot to pick through with the Mookie situation. But let's say that Dodgers, they trade for Mookie, and then they say, hey, Mookie, we know you need one around $400 million, whatever. We're willing to give it to you. Does Mookie then say – it's a little bit different because I don't know if I like it here. You know, I don't know if I like it in L.A. playing for the Dodgers. I don't know. See, I, he I, knows what he has in the no, Red I, Sox. No, I know that's the whole question, right? Does he want to? Be, I think he wants to go anywhere that'll give him four hundred million. And I'm, I believe you don't think it matters where it is. I think if the Red Sox give it to him, he'll go. He'll stay here. But I don't think I don't think he hates it here. No, I don't. That's what I mean. I, I don't think he hates it here. I think if the Red Sox say here's four hundred million, he'll stay here. I don't think there's a chance in hell the Red Sox give him that kind of money. Yeah. I don't think they give him 10, 12 years. 12 years, 420, and because of that, do you let him walk for a fifth-round pick? No, no, I understand. I mean, not a chance in hell you do that. I understand that, but I think that they still are holding out hope. Maybe, maybe there's false hope. I don't know. But as long as they think there is hope, then they are going to value this year of Mookie Betts more than they are going to, like you say, a fifth-round pick. I'm with you. Like, but it's not going to be like they aren't. What they're getting back isn't going to be great. It's not going to be great. And if it's not great for where the Red Sox are sitting right now, I think they hang on to it. 
I think they, they just... Well, if it's not great, I would agree with you. But I, I, I think the teams will, will give you what you're looking here's for for the that thing, Here's the other part about this. Is it, and this is why when you hear about the Mookie Betts, David Price thing, which I can't totally discount, is that they have to find starting pitchers. Like, in this whole deal, like in the Mookie Betts trade, you have to get a starting yes. pitcher, right? Yes. So that better be a, a starting pitcher you know or have a pretty good idea is going to be pretty good in the major leagues and not too far off. That's hard to get for in a Mookie Betts, like, one-for-one even for a one-for-one, one, right? Yeah. For one-year Mookie Betts? Yeah. That's hard to get. Unless the team feels like they can sign him. And they're not going to tell you that, right? Yeah. They're going to try to hold you hostage and be like, well, we don't know if we can sign them, so we're not going to give you a great prospect. And that's where the whole David Price thing comes into play. I think, and, and listen, I don't think the chances are great that Price and Sale stay healthy all year long, but if they do and pitch well, this team will compete with or without Mookie Betts. Yeah, I would agree with if that. If they move David Price, they're not competing this year. Well, they, that's the thing. They And I would still do it because I don't think he's going to be healthy, but the hope of competing, if you're an organization, is Price and Sale are healthy, and Erod is Erod, and you got three guys there, and then you go from there. That's the one part of the equation which I can't figure out. I think they have confidence that they are going to somehow, some way, Mookie bets or no Mookie bets, going to find that replacement for David Price. And this comes back to the projection thing, right? They have someone, because there's no free agents out there. Forget You clear up money, I don't care. There's nobody on the no. free agent market who, like, it's, you wouldn't want any, anything to do with in terms of filling in the middle to top of your rotation. They have somebody, which we don't know who that is, that they have confidence. Is it, is it false confidence? I don't know. I mean, this is why it's maddening, Lou, to, like, to, to try to figure out what's going on. We're sitting here in January. Yeah, no, I mean... I, I look at it as I, I, I would try to move Mookie. And yes. I would try to get the best deal I could for him. Like you said, I want to get an arm. Maybe one that I, I feel like is a no-brainer. Guy's going to pitch for me in the big leagues for a you while. Maybe it's a lower-level A-ball player as well. You hold on to David Price. If he can be healthy, your offense will be good enough to compete. If he's healthy and it's not working, then you move on from him at the deadline or maybe in the offseason next year. You know what I mean? Because I, I just feel I feel like this offense is still going to be good, but without David, and if he's unless he's if he's healthy, I don't think you got a shot. Like you move on from David Price, you tell me what do we got? What do you got there? You got Erod, no, you got Sale. No, Evaldi ain't going to be healthy. I Perez is going to go four thing. innings. We can say everything about David Price about the injuries and the off-field stuff and everything else. People forget he was their best pitcher last. Well, year it's for weird a big because stretch. yeah, I look at David Price and and I say I would move him. Because I don't believe in him, and I would never give him three years, 96 right now. I don't think he's going to be healthy. But at the same point, if you do that, you're giving up hope to competing this year. You're going to miss Sam Travis? Hey, he might be back. He could be back. I mean, where's he going to go? I no, know. I don't miss him too much. Other guys passed him by, haven't they? Yeah, Dahlbeck. Yeah. Elaine, Elaine's guy, Dahlbeck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll get him in there with Davis. Davis. It's all Too many guys are passing. Here's, here's my prediction. Mitch Moreland, this is one of the guys which we're waiting to the, the money clearing. Mitch Moreland. Well, it's, we it's, it's, it makes you, sense. You could be that team that, you know, end of January, early February, you sign some of these guys that have no home. Was it, was it uh, who was it, Adam Jones out in Arizona? Yeah. No home. They signed him well, in a good a, year. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a few of these guys. How about Jackie? When do you move him? I you think that's the one no one's talking about. I think here's my prediction. Jackie gets moved before Mookie. Well, let me ask you. Would you give 
Brett Gardner 12 million before you gave Jackie 11? No. Me neither. So I saw I saw Gardner get 12 and I'm like, you know, I mean if you move Mookie, you hold on to Jackie for 11 million. Yeah, I mean I, I just say it's funny because one of the I think someone might have just been spitballing it, but one, some of the names that were coming back in like a money dump for price, all outfielders. Carp, um, it was um, from San Diego. Used to play for Tampa. Oh yeah, or, uh, the first baseman, place yeah, the first baseman. Yeah, Will, yeah, no, yeah. what's his name? Yeah, Will Myers. Will Myers, yeah. Yeah, Will Myers and a couple other guys. Right. Like all guys can play. That actually would be a fit. I mean, there you go. But that's again, we're just throwing names against the wall. Well, anyway. I mean, if Jackie moves on, is Kevin Pillar still in the mix? Yeah, sure. For, yeah. for half the money? Sure. That's going to excite guys. Yeah, very exciting. It's going to be very exciting. Throw, put milk on his head. Sean, like you'll be very Chris. excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got to get going because we're going to toast right. Pete Frady's. Um, and uh, I know that you're tight with the Frady's family. Yeah. And um, so everyone, we encourage everyone to donate to uh, Frady's 3 Foundation. And uh, it's a great cause here. Thanks, Lou. You got it, Rob. Anytime, pal. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano-spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Every search you make, every click you take, they'll be watching you. Tired of companies like Google and Facebook watching everything you do online? There's actually a simple solution. DuckDuckGo. It's an all-in-one privacy app with a built-in private search engine, web browser, one-click data clearing, email protection, and more. All for free. Download the app today and get the most comprehensive privacy protection with a push of a button. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. We turn the spotlight onto all the biggest plays across the league with coverage of every single game and access to exclusive stats and content for your favorite teams. MLB Big Inning brings fans exclusive live look-ins and breaking highlights every single day. Catch select pre- and post-game coverage or check out new MLB originals for a deeper dive into your favorite teams and ballparks. Subscribe now at MLB.tv and start streaming. That's MLB.tv. Blackout and other restrictions apply. 